What's up, peeps? Thank you so much for your support. I wanted to give you some love. And today I'm going to talk about something I that I hear over and over and over I chose the and card over. Reader. So what it is, and this is over and over and over from hundreds, hundreds of people. So this might uh, help you as well. Um, it is a strain of codependency. And I, I've told people about a book. It's called Codependent No More. It's by Melody Beadle. That is something that my mentor told me to read a number of years ago and it really helped me. And I pass it on to lots of people and they've got lots of benefits from it. Um, now, codependency sometimes is a misunderstanding. You think like, oh, I can go to the movies by myself. I can go shopping by myself. I go to the store by myself. I'm not codependent. That is not what codependent means. Let me read you some things. And this is from something uh, that I came across um, on the Holistic Psychologist um, website. It's Reminders for Recovering Codependence. See if any of this rings a bell for you, okay? I can and I will say no without apologizing or over-explaining. I'm going to read them all and then we'll go back through them. My role isn't to fix, rescue, or save people from their issues. How people respond to my boundaries isn't my responsibility. I love people by allowing them to face the natural consequences of their actions. I do not need to always answer the phone or respond to texts immediately. I respond when I have the energy. Choosing myself may bring up feelings of guilt or shame and I am capable of sitting in uncomfortable emotions. When my nervous system feels activated, I take a pause. I don't make knee-jerk decisions to immediately feel better. Meeting my needs might mean I disappoint other people and that's okay because adults can deal with disappointment. So let's go back to the first one. I can and I will say no without apologizing or over explaining. And I can talk about this regarding your business. That's what I want to help you with. And then it could trickle out into your personal life or if you're working on your personal life, it can trickle into your business life. But I can say no without apologizing or over explaining. How many times do people call and say, do you have an appointment at seven? Or, well, can you do it for any lower? Or, you know, just something you want to say no to. Most of the time you're saying yes and then you just feel taken advantage of um, or beat up or beat down. So I have a practice. First, I did it with just thank you. And then you could learn to say no without it stinging so bad and you thinking that you have to give this big explanation, right? You can first start by saying thank you. If someone compliments your work or says anything nice, you know, even if you're out and about and someone says, oh, I like your shoes, just say thank you and feel it. You don't have to make a lot of excuses. You know, the other day I said something to someone about their earrings. Oh, I love your earrings. Oh, these old things, these are so old. And, you know, look at the back. I didn't even have a post. I put a, uh, you know, an eraser thing on it. And it was like, 
it's 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 hard just to receive a compliment by saying thank you and it's hard just to say no without feeling like you have to give all these over explanations so sometimes when i say no people look at me especially when a woman just says no people look at me and they want like more of an explanation or something i'm not giving them anything more the answer is no and that's it and you don't have to say it in such a firm no that people think oh what, what are we beefing about you just say oh no that's not possible right okay next one my role isn't to fix rescue or save people from their issues that would be clients who are constantly coming late constantly not showing up but you keep letting them back in it's not your job to fix and rescue this irresponsible client that in essence is running your business rather than you running your business you feel me a lot of people are letting their clients run amok that means the clients are running the business and dictating how it goes not you so uh you you allowing their bad behavior is allowing their bad behavior and it won't change next how people respond to my boundaries isn't my responsibility. So I go over this a lot in my pricing class, whether you're trying to implement new procedures or raising your prices. You know, I have a, a system where you do it over the course of 30 days or so. And, you know, you have it's people don't really ask them any questions because of the way that we write up the announcement. But what your job is, is to set your boundaries. And that's it. But in the beginning, you get really, you know, nervous and see, well, you know, what are people going to say if I say no, I don't take appointments after seven? Or what am I going to do if I tell my mom I can't call her? Oh, 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 no, you know, it's like you set your boundaries and that's it. Your job is to set your own boundaries and not be responsible for other people's reactions. And a lot of times, if you're dealing with chaotic and crazy people, then their response isn't going to be that great. But it's still not your responsibility to make them feel better. You know, a lot of times... Uh, the, the the threat of codependence that you just want people to like you, you don't want to make anyone mad, and this kind of stuff. And I came from that. And I just want to let you know now I'm at a place where when people are tiptoeing and doing all that stuff to supposedly not make me mad, it actually makes me mad. Cause I'm like, just be direct, just say it. But believe me, I know all that trepidation and stuff before. So how people respond to your boundaries is not your responsibility. Your job is just to make your boundaries, Okay. Next, I love people by allowing them to face the natural consequences of their actions. That would be if someone shows up late, it's past, you know, your grace period, and you say, I'm really sorry, um, but I'm going to uphold my policy. That's a very safe thing to say. And you just keep repeating that, I'm going to uphold my policy, or that's my policy, that's my policy, that's, you know. If you start to say, that's how I run my business, or you were late, and get into details, you know, you, you, know, you were 15 minutes late, it's, all that is fuel for the fire for someone that's already mad and already not wanting to take responsibility for being on time. So you come up with a statement, okay? Next, I do not need to always answer the phone or respond to text immediately. I respond when I have the energy. I'm a firm believer of this and I do this now. And I think I talked about it on another um, episode, but Pull away from the cultural concept that you have to apologize for responding to a text like eight minutes later. Sometimes people will respond to me five minutes later, ten minutes later, like, sorry for the late reply. It's like, sorry for the late reply. I mean, I, I'm not going to enroll in that. So I've never said that to someone unless I actually said, hey, I'll get back to you in about ten minutes. And then it's been 15 and then I, oh yeah, okay, I'm really sorry to make you wait, you know, and then whatever. But not just off rip. So... 
I don't respond immediately to everything. I conserve my energy. I'm not pushing things off. I'm not procrastinating. I'm actually marking things as unread, the things that actually don't need to be answered right then and there because I have hundreds and hundreds of messages. So, um, you know, try to take that on a bit. You know, not you know when something is too long or not, but five minutes is not too long, 10 minutes is not too long, eight hours is not too long if someone texts you in the morning and you've been busy all day long. Okay, the next one. Choosing myself may bring up feelings of guilt or shame. And I am capable of sitting in uncomfortable emotions. See, this is something when people start to stand up for themselves. They, and choose something for themselves. Oh, you know, I really want to get a massage rather than take this lady on my day off. But, oh, I really don't want her to be mad. Or, oh, I really need the money. Or, you know, but self-care is important. So sometimes choosing yourself is going to bring up feelings of guilt or shame and when they come up, it's actually a good sign in the beginning. Because if they don't come up, maybe it means you didn't work enough this week. And But you're like, but I want to treat myself to the movies and to a massage. And you didn't actually work enough. And then you don't have the guilt or shame. The guilt or shame comes in the beginning. Sometimes it's a good sign that you're working through it. And then you are to sit in those uncomfortable feelings. You know, you'll be at the movies or you'll be at the massage feeling a little bit like mulling over like oh I should have did that I shouldn't but really work on that say okay this is an uncomfortable feeling because I am learning how to stand up for myself and most women don't most western people don't most artists don't so you're not alone right so just know okay other people have sat in these uncomfortable feelings and then they become not uncomfortable anymore all right when my nervous system feels activated I take a pause I don't make knee-jerk decisions to immediately feel better. So the nervous system feels activated. That's usually what's called a triggered or anxiety. You know, your body's on fire. It feels like one of those carnival things where someone hit the hammer at your toe and it went all the way up and your whole body is activated, nerves um, on end. And then you take a pause, take an actual pause. And don't make knee-jerk decisions to immediately feel better. Immediately feel better is going to take a shot. Um, you know, distracting yourself by doing other things. Just take a pause and feel it. Take a deep breath. There's a technique called havening where you rub your arms or your forearms or your face. And that kind of really soothes your nervous system. So you can look that up. It's called havening. H-A-V-E-N-I-N-G. I think that's, that's, what I th- that's how I think it's spelled. And then the last one is meeting my needs might mean I disappoint other people and that's okay because adults can deal with disappointment now when it comes to business if people sound disappointment or what you just said well that's what I value my time at that's my policy you know you're going to disappoint people that are already unprofessional taking advantage they probably don't have boundaries in their lives their boundaries are getting run over at home too so then they're just acting all that out so you know, you don't need to be responsible for other people's reactions to what you say when it comes to business. And you're going to learn some things. You might say things that ruffle people's feather and then you might be like, mm, I could have did that a little bit better. But it's worth a try. You know, something that I learned about, I think 10 years ago, I had an assignment from my um, coach and she said, whatever you do, whatever you do, don't choose apathy apathy means that you're apathetic when someone you know someone tries to book past your hours and you just do it and you're like oh i don't i'm not going to speak up i won't stand up for myself 
she said it's better to actually blunder it say something you know kind of you know what that you might have to apologize for or not because i actually said okay so this is how i interpreted i said okay so what you're saying is you know anything but apathy so always speak up and even if i get angry or or say something so harsh and then i have to apologize after right and then what she said was so magnificent listen this was her answer i said right so i might have to apologize after like that's what you're saying it's better to apologize than to not say anything and when i said or to apologize and she said or not or not and i was like wait what like there's actually a choice and a freedom in there like that i i don't have to apologize like yeah, it might be the best thing to do or it might not or but I actually don't have to or you know I might I think also she was implying that I might misread it I might misread that oh I have to apologize when I actually don't so I I hope that that helps you because I'm just sharing my experience and I know that tons and tons of people that are attracted to me and that I talk to kind of have these issues so I hope that really helped and then again the book that I talked about is codependent no more